Bing bong, fuck your life, stupid, stupid dummy. Stupid. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me, Eric? Stupid dummy. Talking to yourself. No, I'm just uh, thinking out loud here uh, because uh, somebody near and dear to my heart sent me a video clip that they took at work. Ty, are you listening closely? Mm-hmm. I'm following. I'm following. <laughs> there was a somebody brought their pet turtle into their office, and uh, no, and this person, my my close friend here, had a. A tote bag from a grocery store like on the ground and uh there was like much like the walls at subway it was lined with png images of vegetables mm-hmm. i don't know if you can picture it ty but there's basically think of like a tomato g kind of just on the tote bag right and this turtle went over and thought it was a real tomato and was just like eating the air beside it. <laughs> it was like taking like really slow bites of the bag, but like missing the bag because obviously it's like a flat surface. Mm-hmm. And so they were just like up against it, like going like this. <sighs> wow. <laughs> just taking really slow, retarded bites like beside the bag. And yeah, I just, when I logged in to, you know, anchor to record this podcast with you, I just immediately thought of that and how much of a stupid, <laughs> stupid dummy they were. Stupid turtle. You can actually, like, that talk, I learned a lot about turtles <laughs> from this small story. I learned that they're not colorblind, but they do lack depth perception. Because that's the only <laughs> way like, uh... could... <laughs> <laughs> The only thing yeah, that makes lack, sense. Uh, depth perception. You would think they'd be better feelers because, like, you know, much like us humans, they do uh, take part in sex. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. turtles get it on, Ty? I've never watched turtle sex, but I'm sure that it's, like, always on your YouTube homepage. You already know it's on my YouTube homepage, Ty. And let me tell you, it's exactly as slow as you think. <laughs> so what you're saying is turtles can last longer than you? There's a good chance that the female turtle in this scenario would last longer than me, uh, but not the not the male. Damn, man! Tur- turtles live a pretty weird life. I don't get turtle owners. The act of owning a turtle is a pretty it's a pretty fringe pet. It is a fringe pet. <laughs> All I don't understand any fringe pets to be honest. If you're like a, a like a keeper of birds or. A ferret, perhaps. It yeah. it doesn't add up to me. Like the ergonomics don't make sense, and you're not giving the animal any better life. Really, you're just kind of like it feels like you really just like captured an animal. Animal, you know? Yeah, you're basically <laughs> a, a zookeeper at that point. Like, mm-hmm. what what is the point of owning any animal that doesn't get you pussy? <laughs> yeah, for like, sure. Like a like, turtle is really... a natural detractor. Exactly. It's like I'm not gonna like. Suck some dick with this turtle looking at me. Yeah, hey babe, want to come over and meet my turtle? Like, dude, like that's a red flag right there. Like, like one, it tells me you can't take care of a real, real animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you have an animal in a cage, that means you can't take care of a real animal. I think so too. Uh, and I would also think that like the only reason for getting a fringe pet is because you're probably making up for a 
aspect of your personality that's missing. <laughs> right. Like, so maybe you don't think you're very funny or you have a small dick or something. So you like get a turtle to like make up for it. Okay. So imagine, you know, you meet somebody with a pet monkey. What does that say, Ty? If someone has a pet monkey, they might be a like a maybe a child molester. <laughs> maybe a, like uh, maybe they're maybe they're like a, a neurotic professor. I don't know. Hmm. I think they have some kind of like Doctor Frankenstein complex, you know, mm-hmm. like evil scientist kind of like aura. Um, and evil scientists love experimenting on children, which is, is something I've learned. So you're, mm-hmm. you're, I think you're right on both accounts. Like, we have a lot of laws in place to prevent experimentation on children, but I feel like the, the monkey laws are a little bit more forgiving or at least gray. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I'm reading a book titled Think Like a Monk, Tie, And uh, in the book, they talk about how, you know, there are people who are monkey-minded. <laughs> <laughs> are you and I monkey-minded, Eric? I think we present we probably possess monkey mind traits. Um, you know, one of them is blaming others, and I think that is a symptom of anybody who goes to Subway. You know, mm-hmm. we blame the sandwich artist for our shitty meal, but you know, one, you chose to go there, and two, mm-hmm. you made the sandwich, so it is in fact your fault. Like, if you if you jump into a volcano and you are incinerated, are you blaming the volcano? Or are you blaming your your dumb self? You're, yeah, you're a big dummy. I would say, though, dumb. that it's really you're hard. You're the turtle that. in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to the subway and you're trying to bite the vegetables on the wall. You're trying to, like, you know, the glass is clear, but you are stuffing your dumb head against it, trying to bite it. You're going, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to, can I get a bite? Mm-hmm. I don't it's really difficult for people to like have that with themselves about their mistakes, you know, their, their, oh, yeah. their issues. So of course you're going to blame your artist. Of course you're going to blame the volcano. Mm-hmm. Those who like, you know, frequent places like subway maybe are not in the position to be mindful. You know, maybe their, their job is too busy. They don't have time to reflect when they get home, they just go to bed kind of vibe. So, you know, there's a good chance that those people are just not thinking critically about the decisions they've made in their lives. And mm-hmm. I think this is just a, you know, another way for the rich to get richer tie and for the poor to get poorer. I think so too. But to think critically at Subway, that requires not only like a lot of like cognitive effort, but a certain degree of time. And Subway is not a place that has ample time for decision-making. You kind of have to, you have to work quickly there, right? It's like cheese and bread, toasted, vegetables, meat, <laughs> sauces. Uh, it's rapid fire. And that doesn't, that isn't an environment that sets itself up for critical thinking. So my question to you, Eric, is what's an appropriate amount of time to make a decision at Subway? Too much time, analysis, paralysis. Too little time, <laughs> and you, you're not thinking critically. What, what, what does one do here? What, sweet spot the sweet sweet onion spot wow um i think it really all comes down to like your allotted lunch time mm. you know if you are 
somebody who is on the clock, say you're working in customer service and you have exactly 29 minutes to go to Subway, eat the Subway, and then leave the Subway, mm-hmm. that, that I think drastically affects your you know, decision-making ability as well. Once again, Ty, it all goes back to, um, you know, the clientele not having the means to think critically, think critically about their life or sandwich. Right, because they're not in charge of their own schedule. So exactly, like the man that works at the friendly like auto glass repair center next door, on his Mm -hmm. forty-five minute lunch break, has to have a mental work back calendar before he even sets foot in the subway franchise. Yeah, you know somebody like that might employ a strategy where they (laughs) pre-order. Uh, and I don't mean pre-ordering through the app because no phones are allowed in the shop. Um, mm. But pre-order in your head. Not you on know? company time, baby. <laughs> Dude, you're goddamn right about that. Any managers listening to this, you know, exit the podcast now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's not good for you. <laughs> um, but if you can, like, think about what cheese you want, <laughs> what bread you want. Mm-hmm. You know, all that shit before you step into the subway, maybe even have a backup option. Mm-hmm. I think that'll, you know, work wonders for your schedule. Right. So you're mentally pre-ordering, not physically. Exactly. I, I get I... that. I think like it always is good to be prepared. But the nature of mentally pre-ordering prepares one against the surprises of subway. If you have that predetermined order in your head. Yeah, you'll save precious seconds on the, on the line, but you're not open then to uh, the serendipity of the vegetable selection that day or the um, maybe the just like the nuances of the the artist's like <laughs> like plating style. <laughs> That's an absolutely amazing point. Um, yeah, it turns out you can, you know, you have to like think about what you want in case there is a crunch time. Now mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the lettuce tie, um, but also you have to leave yourself open to adapting. You know, much mm-hmm. like uh, you know, Mr. Kanye West was adapting to the audio not working in his Donda Two event. Um, oh yeah. Did you did you catch the listening party that went down on Tuesday? Uh, mm-hmm. in Miami that's actually why you know we didn't record on Tuesday we were both in Miami we were in on we were, we were on air but you know not in the podcast sense we were in in flight actually flight, yeah, <laughs> catching flights not podcasts I yeah. I did of course I was aware of the audio issues at the show um, I don't think any of our breadheads would have noticed uh, after many episodes of listening to Fake Fresh podcast, I'm sure they're very much desensitized to audio issues. <laughs> but uh, I definitely noticed, and it kind of bummed me out because, like, the visuals were stunning, and I was really hyped. Like when Migos came on stage, I was like losing my shit. And uh, then, as soon as the audio kind of like broke down, I I, let, I just mm-hmm. I put a bad taste in my mouth. It tasted like it tasted like some tuna. It was a bad taste. <laughs> that is true um yeah dude i mean the whole stage was one big house sandwich really <laughs> yeah damn that stage um you're right it was stunning uh yeah i don't know i think when playboy cardi came out at the end it really 
save the entire performance because mm-hmm. like three quarters of the way in you were like damn this album actually is kind of good mm-hmm. and then things kind of went to shit as soon as they started playing the oldies i know i even said out loud i'm like is this guy gonna try to get me to listen to jail <laughs> like what? i know like why do you keep trying to make me listen to jail i don't want to listen to it anymore yeah but you didn't hear the part three Marilyn manson version <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go to jail tonight damn she got mdk yeah. on it actually that would have been way better that would have been more interesting for sure the whole the whole theatrics of um the album release cycle i think this is going to be a new trend eric i think it plays into like the post post covid society where everything has to be now like ec- extremism essentially <laughs> it has to be so extreme for me to care because like like nothing else like nothing small matters anymore like mm-hmm. like we have a like actual like we have a literal war going on and like i feel nothing inside of me to post ukraine heart <laughs> mm-hmm. like I, i'm numb now I, honestly at this point i'm numb from my um yeah. I, I sit, I, I'm at home all day on my standing desk, sipping my iced latte, and I'm numb. That's right. I got my AirPod Maxes paired to my stem player, and mm-hmm. I'm tuning the world out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you really have to, like, yell down my AirPods if you want me to pay attention to something, care about something. And that's what Connie is doing with these very, very theatrical meme-worthy mm-hmm. performances of albums like you can't you can't ignore it if it's every single post in your news feed is about yeah. it well think about this like the best marketing is when people take photos of shit and they share it themselves like mm-hmm. w- like posting a screenshot of your like now playing tab and apple music on your story is like is so 2019 you know mm-hmm. now it's all about like Yo, check out this like live performance I went to, right? And mm-hmm. that's that's an uh, that's a flex in itself. Like I went to the album release. It's like a album I went release outside. party. Outside, yeah, I went outside and I went to the album release party, which historically has been an exclusive event. Hmm. Well, no, everyone's invited now. Everyone's invited. I feel like the the, the visual media marketing is really something that Subway str- struggles with because. Like, you get this sandwich, right? And then you open Mm -hmm. it up. You open up your beautiful creation. And it's upside down. And there's sauces dribbling (laughs) out each side and a few loose vegetables. And it's not really, like... I think Subway's packaging detracts from the photogenic qualities of a, like, personally made sandwich. Which you think would be, like... There's a lot... That's a lot of good material for social media if everyone made their own sandwich. But here we are. Every sandwich looks like shit the minute that it leaves the sandwich artist's hands. Sometimes sooner. Sometimes sooner. I think. I think plating. They they need plating artists. That's that's what they need. They need a plating artist on Expo at the very end of the line. Get that sandwich looking as good as possible. So when it arrives in the patrons' hands, it is ready for the camera to eat first. That's true. Um, there needs to be more like incentives because i think now at this point in time you know it's embarrassing to share a photo of your sandwich your subway Mm. sandwich in particular so like 
you know, if like uh, Subway adopted like a, you know, marketing approach where you could tag them and even get your sandwich reposted or something, mm. I think we would we would see way more uh, spread bread. You know what I'm saying? Spread bread. So you think it's more cloudy if you can get a repost from Blue Check Subway? Oh, yeah, buddy. If you can get a repost off, you know, Blue Check Subway verified account. Like you're you're guaranteed like three to four baddies in your DMs. I don't think it's hard. Like I see blue check subway on the gram. They're very involved in like mm-hmm. people's posts and community and commenting and replying back and all of all of the other interactions of a social media application. I, <laughs> I, I, it's almost like they're a little bit like simp-ish in the way they actually meet like perform online that's so true like when you interact with them you're like it immediately takes the mystery away you're like oh it's there's somebody paid to do this and they're one of 30 people Mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if like getting that repost is that is there if there's much cultural capital there like it's not like uh blue check household name Aesop is going to repost my soap in the bathroom photo like that that i think that because that's not like in their wheelhouse you know it's not in their wheelhouse but i would literally kill for that <laughs> i would literally kill somebody to be in their feed <laughs> yeah absolutely i would kill 99 percent of germs just to be, mm-hmm. to be on their feed doing that one either way thanks Aesop. shout out to Aesop. platinum sponsor of this podcast yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i mean i would love to see like people get creative and like have subway like i don't know reward that like whether it's a repost whether it's like a repost and like a you know free sandwich Mm -hmm. like what if like we had like a like somebody needs to lean into like these like subwayisms that exist like like your sandwich being upside down like 99% mm-hmm. of the time. Like, it's clearly a flaw in their wrapping strategy. Like, mm-hmm. it's like they, they teach them <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah, they obviously teach them, and they, they're just unconcerned about uh, the repercussions. Yeah. They've served like, the millions of sandwiches upside down, and they don't even care. Mm-hmm. And it's all because they don't put a sticker on it. Like, they have to put the first, the final fold under the sandwich so that they can, like, safely tuck it. Mm-hmm. But if they had a sticker, then they could put it on the top, and then you would open it from the top, right? And then it wouldn't be upside down. But they maybe you know they're just like too environmentally conscious. They like we don't want to produce this many stickers. I think it actually comes down to sandwich circumference to paper size, and there's like a ratio there because you need to complete one full roll of the sandwich to cover every side in paper. Right. The challenge with that is. I guess you build the sandwich face up, so when you roll it, wait, how the hell did they even get in this situation? I can't even, I can't even do a work back here to figure it out. I retrace Bro, my steps. I don't know. They, the sa- the paper needs to be like two inches longer, and then it would not be a problem. I feel like we should hire a PI to go watch some artists for a bit and deliver us some information. Mm-hmm. A package investigator. 
That's a tricky one, Eric. But if they could fix that, that's like one small step towards a post-purchase experience that is a bit more satisfying. I I don't think a free sandwich would incentivize me to share my work, my creation online. And I, and I don't want people to think I'm poor and only, <laughs> only poor people would react to some, like a promotion like that. <laughs> I think more people than you think. Uh... Turns out, like, a lot of people are the type to, type to, like, stand in line for some free shit, just like 21 Savage said. So, mm-hmm. like, like I, I feel like, you know, there's a good chance that people would stand out, out in line uh, for some free Subway. Um, they would repost, you know, a shitty company's, like, Instagram giveaway as well. You know, they already do that. And That's true. And they know they're not going to win because they don't have the most followers, but they're down to fucking post it. Yeah, a uh, like a really oh, unfortunate a member amount of my my friends are posting uh, like give like giveaway entries on their stories. I know. It's it, that's my, the real uh, that's the real virus right there. That's that's true. Speaking of taking one step closer to bliss, um, <laughs> what when are you moving closer to your boy? Because I'm I'm craving a sandwich right now, and I just like can't believe that it's not an option on the table for us to go to Subway together right now. Well, it is a beautiful Friday afternoon. Um, <laughs> oh, six inches in the stomach would feel pretty good right about now. Wow! Uh, sometime next week, Eric. Next week, we'll we'll link and build. We'll we'll collaborate on a few a few a few Sammies. Oh yeah. Dude, you already know it's on me. Like, if you if you are willing it's to me. drive out here, just just to see your co-host, just to like you know, you know, invest in this relationship a little further, Ty. I'm mm-hmm. I'm down to, uh, you know, put, you know, some in, in as well. Like, I'm gonna put down the gift card. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put down the green and yellow Amex, and mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, it's on me, bro. Don't even think about wow, it. Wow, you're gonna chip in a few of your own bucks there. That's really nice. This is a very Drake move of you, Eric. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm this close to Ubering you out. <laughs> yeah, pick up the tab, Uber me out, fly me home. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, buddy. Dude. Yeah, dude, you're like a all for some company. <laughs> I know. You being you get treated real well being a groupie these days. Yeah, no kidding. Oh man, I was thinking about our conversation earlier in this episode about uh, limited time to order, and I was thinking like, how do I handle that right now? When I go into Subway, what's the right amount of time for me to order a particular part of my sandwich, right? Yeah. And I realized, like, I have a, I, I never thought about it till right now, but I have a strategy in all restaurants <laughs> that I stick to subconsciously. And it's a multi-pass, like, decision-making process where I, as soon as I sit down, you never know when the server is going to come try to take your order, right? Doesn't matter if it's Subway when they're going to, when it's your turn in line or whether it's a Michelin star restaurant and they're going to ask you about which wine you want. Um, but so knowing that, knowing that the timeline is uh, sporadic, I do a first pass of the menu as quickly as possible and make a, make a, a quick decision like based on my gut reaction what could i order here what would i get right yeah. and then i lock in that answer 
And then I do a second slower pass. And then I think, okay, now that I have an answer prepared, I'm ready to now actually deep dive into the, like maybe the subtext of each menu item and figure out like what's mm -hmm. actually in the food, compare options and figure out what to eat. And then I narrow it down to a couple different options. And then I do a third pass of the menu, scrape it for any other options, and then continue to evaluate the best possible thing. So there's like layers mm -hmm. of like evaluation happening, depending on like, yeah. as I uncover more time to make the decision. What do you right. think about that? Um, so you don't, so you're saying you don't get that at Subway, right? Because like, you're so on the clock or, or are you saying like every step along the way, you're like buying yourself more time? I think it's about, uh, it's almost like a checkpoint. You do a quick pass of the vegetables with your eyes while you're waiting for the person in front of you. And you make mm -hmm. some frantic decisions, just like off the dome. What am I feeling right now? That comes mm -hmm. from the heart. Then you actually get up there and you think like, I have one minute of the artist's time. Now I can use my brain. And then you like actually like think hard about what pairings work well and the type of sandwich you want to create. But uh, and then if there's like the sandwich artist gets like distracted by the toaster ding or a question from a patron behind you, that's your chance to do that third pass where you now can meticulously evaluate spinach or lettuce today, peppers or banana peppers. Yeah, no, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you all the way, Ty. So you're saying basically ordering at Subway is a full body experience. There you really is. Your heart and your mind. Your, your and then heart, when you get to the sauces, brain. it's, you're thinking with your cock. <laughs> <laughs> the sauces are the most like animalistic part of the of the sandwich building experience. It truly is. Um, I wonder like how long you would have to stall before like you would have to be escorted out of Subway. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like at what point will the sandwich artist be like, okay, let me help you. Help, let me help the person behind you while you think, or like, you know. At what point do the sandwich artists push back <laughs> yeah. and like maybe kick you out or just skip you entirely? Yeah, like do they just block you out? I mean, mm -hmm. you'd think they would be uh, empathetic to stage fright as yeah. artists. That's true. It's it's much like when you're like trying to check out on Ticketmaster for like concert tickets. Like you know, there's like a five minute countdown, and then you're like, oh shit, and then you like type in your like credit card info and then you hit like next and then it buys you like 10 more minutes and you're like oh thank god and then mm -hmm. you're like every every like checkout step buys you like five minutes while your friends like trying to get like better tickets better seats mm -hmm. <laughs> oh i'm no stranger to that dance oh i know better done in person much like subway you know yeah so is even like a few minutes though <laughs> Station at Subway. Station being vegetable station, meat station. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, like ten seconds can feel like an eternity. There's no sense yeah. of time there. Yeah, but I think it's a lot like buying concert tickets because, like, you maybe have like a minute to choose your bread. Any longer than that, and it's like, hey, get the fuck out of here, bro! Like back to the CEO, line. Yeah, yeah, back to the line, buddy. Like, are you fucking joking, bro? Like, are you silly? <laughs> Like, bro, are you are you dumb, silly, or stupid? Like, pick one. But, like, you have a minute, basically, right? And then as soon as you choose your bread, it's like, hey, we're off to the races. Now you get mm -hmm. two minutes to choose your meat. 
right? right? And then, okay, I got my meat. And then the further you go down the checkout funnel, the harder it is for the sandwich artist to kick you out. So, like, yeah, totally. if I'm all the way down to the sauces, like, you're not going to, like, like I have, I can take my sweet time now because I can take my sweet onion time because I'm, I'm so far invested in the sandwich and, like, so, so are you that you're mm. not going to, like, cancel this. You can't That's cancel true. me. I'm uncancelable. <laughs> uh, I don't negotiate with therapists. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't negotiate with sandwich artists. Don't fucking tell me how long I have to make the sandwich. I own you. I'm paying you. Is the sandwich artist sussing you out then from the beginning? Like poor decision maker. We need to re like pivot our strategy as a team of artists to allow you as a poor decision maker to waddle your way and, and allow like traffic to flow past you. Like there's, is, are wow. they traffic control? Do they go into a traffic control mode in this situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, pushing your car into onto the shoulder to mm-hmm. allow for traffic to resume because, you know, we can't have this bloke. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can't have this bloke holding up the whole line. There, guys. Come on. Like, I mean, it's wow. just not feasible. What a, what a great diss moment to have an artist come out from behind the counter and put a pylon next to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, everybody who steps around the pylon just looks at you and says, fucking idiot. Idiot. Right yeah. in your face. Spits on your fucking Marcellas. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Ty? Imagine a world where, like, like you had a timer. Kind of like a... Have you seen that game on TV called 25 Words? No, never heard of it, but I imagine there's a few words in it. There's a few words. Um, basically, in the game, you have 25 hints, and you have to, like, guess 10 words, right? And so hmm. you can, like, pass. <laughs> and if you can't get a word, you can just hit pass, and you're on to the next one, right? And the whole time, there's a timer running. So imagine at Subway, you have a timer for every step of the process like say you're like at the veggies and you like don't know what veggies to put on and then the timer runs out and then your artist just puts on spinach (laughs) (laughs) and like you're like oh fuck and then like like there's no way you can't finish the sandwich because like the artist will finish it for you if you can Mm, yeah it's (laughs) i like this idea it's almost like when you suck at a video game and then the ai and it helps you beat the level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the I also want to call out that that game show you just described sounds terrible. I would never watch that. I actually think that it's getting too easy to make game shows because the quality of game shows is getting worse and worse. They're, Honestly, they're just, they'll make a game show for anything. Like when's the Wordle game show coming out, Eric? NBC's probably got a pilot right now. Yeah. I mean. I would love to watch that with you. I think um, the easier it is for you to chime in during a game show, the better the game show is. Like, if mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, Jeopardy, and you're able to just, like, scream the answer while they're still reading the question, like, <laughs> I think I think that is, like, mm. peak a game show. Like, in this game, like, the person is giving out hints, and, like, other people are guessing the words, right? right? If you can just, like, guess the word before them, and then they get it right, it's, like, that's, like, a win on in my books, you know? Right. Interruptions encouraged. You want to come into any game show situation, Playboy Cardi style, just screaming. Yeah. 
Like if if the question is like uh <laughs> like if the question's like uh it's like, you know, the the famous ad lib from from off the grid and then you just go go in there with like what is <laughs> Yeah, and if you hit that hard and fast, that's that is entertainment. So maybe, Eric, that's how we make the ordering process that the old way more entertaining is you beat them to the punch, cut them off, cheese and, and you, you're there with them. You, you hit them with the Italian herb and cheese. They're not even done the sentence. Cheese and bam, Italian herb and what cheese. Is, what baby. is toasted? <laughs> what is toasted? What is toasted? Do you think you can get through a order at Subway without having the artist say a single word? Like, do you think you could cut them off quickly enough or, like, preemptively give them wow. the instructions? Wow. I love that challenge. And I think we should try that next time we build together in person. Yes. Si- silence them. Mm-hmm. Alpha we need to energy. Oppress, yeah, we need to oppress our sandwich artists. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's doable. I, I know what they're going to ask. I know, like we've we've this ain't our first rodeo. Like we're going in there, just... like knowing what sandwich we want, knowing we have to pre-order. You know, we have to mm-hmm. implement our strategy. Like you know, early episode, you have to implement that strategy. Pre-order, go in there, and like don't even let them ask you what like what you would like. Just like before you even get to like the where the bread is, like you have to say like herbs and cheese, foot long, BMT. Uh, yes, toasted uh, lettuce, mm-hmm. tomato, cucumber, banana peppers, jalapenos, black olives, salt and pepper, parmesan, uh, sweet onion sauce, southwest, bingo bongo, no cookie, no chip, no drink. Put it on my <laughs> fucking Amex. Like, if you just say that, like, holy shit, dude, like, they're gonna fucking nut. You gotta be careful, though. That's an information overload. You don't want to risk a did you say banana peppers? Like you don't want yeah, one of those a... situations to arise. You need to control you <laughs> the pr- progressive if, if you... flow of information here, Eric. But you're absolutely right. Um, and at that point, I would just, you know, say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I think the move here, I think the move here, my co-host, is to uh, employ very like intense eye contact. Like, lead with your request and then keep eye contact the whole time. If you look at the menu or you look at the vegetables, what you're doing is you're creating a blind spot for them to open their mouth. But if you can keep your eyes on their mouth, you know when they're going to speak. Because people hint, right? You can Mm -hmm. tell they're going to say something. And that's your chance to uh, rebuttal before before it even Mm -hmm. happens. But Ty, we're all wearing masks in this tucked environment that we still live in so oh. how, how do we know they're just gonna say ah and then you gotta go no 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 no. put the fucking spinach down lady <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm living in a post-covid world you see yeah yeah well ty you know what i think i will do that <laughs> next time we order i'm just gonna rip the entire order like from the start mm-hmm. and i want you to try this okay I want you to not say a single word. Just point. Ooh, the the, the mute uh, strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I will okay. even request uh, somebody who knows sign language for you. I'll be like, this guy can't talk, uh, but he can he can point. So get your best uh, interpreter out. I love that idea, Eric. And I'd love it if you could help if they're not getting what I'm pointing at. Like maybe you could butt in and say, no, he's pointing at the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Uh, I will refuse to help. I'm just gonna be like, like I don't know. He's he's telling you what he wants. Just just listen closely. Right. You're not listening. Listen. You're not listening. <laughs> you're you're not listening with your eyes. Listen with and your heart. Like, get it wrong. Just be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> just like, wave with your arms like a Eric's shaking his arms like frantically right now. Mm-hmm. I think that that would work. Sandwich artists are empaths. No. They will, uh, they will give me the space and time to, to try that. One would hope. Mm-hmm. I, I need to tell you about my weekend before we close. Oh out yeah, place. it's it's been uh, a few. You've had a long weekend to yourself. What do you? Yeah. What were you up to? I had my own little long long weekend. Um, but Ty, I participated in a very futuristic post-COVID uh, activation. You didn't go to one of those uh, VR game bars, did you? <laughs> that was uh, a few months ago. But <laughs> um, I did go to a dinner activation, you know, table for five mm-hmm. um, at Pepino's. You know, Crooked Pepino's did mm-hmm. serve us for my belated B-Day activation. Mm-hmm. Infamously but, mentioned biweekly on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and afterwards, we went to a nightclub, Ty. Wow, you turned up at the club? Oh, I went to the Eric. club, Ty. This is making here. Uh, it's been two years since I went to the old celebrities nightclub, Ty. And let me tell you, COVID does not exist there. <laughs> wow. What are the state of the clubs like now? Like, what is, what is the scene even wearing? What are they mm-hmm. listening to? Uh, are highballs so that... cheap? <laughs> uh, well, inflation would you know have you thinking otherwise. But let me just tell you this, Ty. Every time anyone ever said that, uh, the you know everyone anytime everyone ever muttered the words "new normal." Mm. They were fucking wrong, Ty. Mm. They fail to realize that kids have been fiending for this moment their entire, you know, last two years. And uh, the lineups are longer than ever. It makes sense. When was the last time you heard a a Gen Z Zoomer say new normal? That's like an old, old person term. They want old normal, the Gen Zers. They want, they want their 20 somethings back, you know? Exactly. They don't want to... uh, like this whole like bullshit we've been spitting about like oh yeah let's get the vaccine chip and then you know if you speak out against trudeau that's minus two thousand social points and you can't mm-hmm. apply for a mortgage anymore like mm-hmm. that's all bullshit like like we want to just go to the club we want to get you know shit faced with the familia you know what i'm saying <laughs> mm-hmm. if you denounce the uh the vaccine then big gov will denounce your credit score <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, but lucky for them, like, you know, celebrities take the Amex and the top functionality is working. 
That's great. Hands free. See, some things are uh, improving. That is the new normal. <laughs> <laughs> They're no longer cash free cover or a cash only cover. Oh yeah, dude. I'm I'm tapping the Apple Watch. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm tapping the Apple Watch with my vaccine background on my Apple Watch, and uh, I'm headed straight for the bar, dude. I don't even this know what is, they're playing. This is one of the one of the uh, perks, I guess, of the new normal, and one that I hope sticks around is that like all the bars are like pretty open to uh, like card transactions. Cover is card based now. Hell, even the bakery up my street that was previously had like. Uh, Min, min spend on baguettes to use to drop the visa like mm-hmm. they got rid of that too so now i can get just one baguette on, on mm-hmm. visa mm-hmm. one downside of that is though is like when they flex the min spend on you you can't you can't just be like all right just charge me the min, minimum then <laughs> that's true i, I love like, doing that i know it's i'll like pay whatever pay, for this yeah it's like if you want like a like the post office near me like charges like three dollars for like a like a printing fee and like they won't accept a credit card unless it's like five dollars i'm like just charge me five then like i don't mm-hmm. give a fuck i think i care about this little five piece right here yeah <laughs> so what am i gonna just like leave <laughs> like yeah, not like finish this to, task yeah like i have to ship these easies out come on like this yeah. guy on grail paid four hundred dollars for them like i have to i have to ship these that's so funny like you're just gonna like leave and go find an ATM and <laughs> oh. dude, yeah, I would pay ten dollars to not do that. <laughs> yeah. The it could charge ATMs ten dollars for a printing fee at, at at UPS, and I would gladly pay that mm, for one sheet. It's not about the, the the physical thing you're buying; it's about the service. It's about the convenience. Absolutely, Ty. Subway you're paying for the convenience of somebody making a sandwich for you and you don't have to put on the gloves yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't got to glove up. It's really great. Yeah. But you, they did add the tip functionality, which now means I, I can't have a truly hands-free payment experience. I have to hit no a few times before I make my purchase. Yeah. I just use the corner of my phone to hit the big red button. And then I double tap and click the uh, platinum annex down and it's over. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you have a strategy you uh, regularly employ. Mm-hmm. I sure do. <laughs> uh, what else about clubs that uh, the listeners need to know, Eric? Drinks are more expensive. I, I paid sixty dollars for three drinks. I don't know how the fuck that happened. They were they were doubles though. Mm. So two vodka Red Bull doubles. And a rum and coke came to $60. This is the challenge with uh, beverages that have an inherent, like, it's almost like a nested brand. Like, you're at a brand, mm. which is a business, ordering a brand, which is a Red Bull. So you're obviously going to get a surcharge because every brand needs a piece of, piece of the pie, you know? Yep. You should get the uh, rum and no-name cola perhaps or the vodka and no name energy drink that might that might help help the wallet a little bit wow that's true do you think they have like a president's choice like energy drink <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i would think that that exists i'm sure that it like must. 
why don't they have a house energy drink? They have a house wine, a house beer, obviously a house vodka because they didn't specify that it was like some shitty polar ice. Yeah. Well, they have to like, they have to offer that at some way, dude. Like I need, that's what I need after my sandwich is a vodka Red Bull. Like first mm-hmm. the vodka to like, you know, drown away like the regret that I just had mm-hmm. and some energy to like get me in a state where I can like perform my daily duties. Mm-hmm. You got to go back to life now, right? Post exactly. sandwich existence, the new normal. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's a, this is smart. They need more uppers for the end of the meal. Like, I've never tried the Subway coffee. I'm sure it's fine. Tr- probably truly some mud. Mm-hmm. I think next time we got to... Okay, here's the plan. Do We got a full menu for next IRL activation tie. We have... We're gonna both going to get a foot long. Okay? Of our choosing. So far, and so then, good. <laughs> so far, normal. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Old normal so far. Old normal. What's new normal new, here? Here's a new normal. We're going to order a buble can. We're going to get a Subway coffee. And then one experimental six inch previously aforementioned. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to innovate. We're going to stay true to ourselves. And we're going to try the Subway coffee and see if that boosts our um, mood for the remaining day. Mm-hmm. It's ambitious, Eric, but I trust you as my co-host, so I'm on board. Yeah, you're not paying, so I don't even care what you have to say, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. This is on you. <laughs> you're on me in more than ways than one. And in me. <laughs> you bear the full weight of the responsibility. If it's bad, I get to blame you. That's okay. Alrighty, King Well, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to our, our little lunch date and... uh Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we better close out the show. Thank you, Breadheads, for listening. As always, you know where to find us. We're on the gram, we're on Twitter, we're on OnlyFans, uh, and we're right here in your eardrums on Spotify, <laughs> Apple, and all the other Broke Boy platforms. So keep listening, throw us a DM, and have a great weekend. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>